Welcome to the Ambitious Tribe podcast with your chief encourager, Cassie Pajarillo. It's time to drive ambition and build a better business with a plan that's clear, transformative, progressive, and profitable. Now for your host, Cassie Pajarillo. Ambitious Tribe, welcome back. We are so thrilled to have you back in here. Today we have a special guest of ours. I feel like every guest of mine is special because they all are. But today is really going to be very, very important because the person that we're going to have here is actually my life coach and my friend. Um, he's a person that I confined with and um, he's really the person also that a lot of people go to when it comes to life coaching, when it comes to transformational growth in, ter- in terms of all these things that maybe is challenging you in your life that he knows how to find forgiveness and make you feel even more important and discover yourself. I'm not really going to dive deep into introducing who he is because I think it will be better for him to introduce himself. But ladies and gentlemen, our driven and ambitious um, entrepreneurs, I would like to introduce to you our guest for day today, Bam Santiago. Hi, Bam. Hi Cass, thank you for having me and um, hi to everybody watching and listening in to the podcast. Hello. stoked to have you here, Bam, and thank you for saying yes to this. And um, it, Bam, can you tell us who you are many milestones ago and what is it that you currently do? Uh, well, um, where do I start? Uh, <laughs> I guess... The, the history that a lot of people don't know. Well, now I'm currently uh, life coaching and I, I run personal growth seminars all over um, Asia. I, I, I coach clients from uh, all over the world, Canada, Europe, uh, all around Asia, of course. And, uh, but, but, but before that, I was uh, actually a uh, musician. I was a professional musician. I played uh, acoustic guitar for like 11 years. After that, I laid low and um, I sort of like had a life shift and I started, um, I didn't want to have the, like the, you know, I don't, didn't want to be in the, in the party scene anymore. I didn't want to mm-hmm. have the loud music anymore. So <laughs> the shift that I made was I started uh, uh, teaching Koreans how to speak English. So I started becoming like a grammar teacher which I did for a couple of years and I really wow. enjoyed it, but I didn't know when I was speaking. So I started teaching kids and then how it is in the Korean community. They it's all by referral. Like, yeah. I don't know if you saw this movie. Um, what was that? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> parasite. So th- this is a movie right. parasite. So in this movie parasite, it actually, I think it won some, or was nominated for awards. Um, they, they show you there that the one one person they meet one person they, they start preferring other people so that's how it how it works so I started um, teaching the kids and then kids referred me to other kids and I got referred to parents and I started uh, teaching moms mothers who were based in Korea I did it all online before you know yeah. this everyone was online I was doing right. like Skype classes yeah. with with um, clients in like from Jeju Island and all that stuff. So uh, what I what I didn't know that's why I'm I'm telling the story is what I didn't know um, is that while I was speaking to the kids and the parents 
why they enjoyed chatting with me so much is I was actually life coaching. There were actually insights that I was sharing to them. They were asking me about life. They were asking me about stress. And I think intuitively, like I just had some insight to share to them. And I don't, don't, don't even know really where the insights came from. So I, I had no experience with coaching or, yeah. or trainings or workshops. Yeah. And then from there, uh, an auntie invited me to do um, to attend trainings. This is years after, a couple of years after. And um, I liked it so much. The rest is history. So I, I put down in one of our mastermind groups, um, or one of our mastermind sessions that I wanted to be a, a motivational speaker or just someone who helped people. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, one thing after writing that down, as they say, when the student is ready, did the teacher appear? Right. So I pe- yeah. people just started appearing in my life who guided me and who helped me grow and learn. And I went through all the seminars and learned, you know, um, just a whole bunch of stuff on, on how to help people. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that ever since. Wow. Wow. When was this? 2000 and early 2000s or even um, in the 90s? Well, I, I was teaching the, the students 2009, 2010. Yeah. 2010, I recall, was when I wrote down. I still had that in my iPad, the, the, the actual note that I wrote down. And 2010, I said I wanted to be a motivational speaker. 2011, um, mm-hmm. I started meeting people who were, you know, trainers and coaches and, um, uh, they took me under their wing, and um, I, I learned for I think for five years straight. Um, and I was a fast learner, so yeah. Yeah. I knew what I wanted to be and how mm-hmm. I wanted to help people. So it just came very naturally. Well, not at the start, but I mean, um, learning the process became more natural as as I as my intention was clear to help people. So when did the entire life coaching happen? And from a motivational speaker, of course, it's a little bit different, right? Um, how did that transition happen? Well, well, actually, I never became a motivational speaker, like, you know, someone who's invited to just speak and share, which, which I'm grateful I wasn't. Um, so because I, like, you know, I, I learned about motivational speaker, you know, uh, stage, you'll go on stage and you'll speak and, and <laughs> you know, so you go on stage and uh, you know, people will just listen to you, then they'll clap, then whatever. But what I did was I actually became a facilitator, which mm. means what people were not just listening to me speak, but I had to um, uh, run workshops and interactions with people and draw out learning, asking questions. So I think which was the best training for me. Because once you interact with people and you start hearing different life stories and scenarios. It just, I think it just widens your, your intuition, your compassion for people, like your overall feel for uh, just how, what people are feeling, emotions. So you, like the motiva- motivational speaker might be on the stage. If you're a facilitator, you're with the people, you're immersed with them, right? So I just love that experience more. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing ever since. And the coaching was sort of like built into like when you're facilitating workshops, mm. we have days where, or like even on, on, on like the first day of any workshop where people would ask questions. So, you know, um, life coaching is the, the non-directive approach, meaning you don't lead people to answers. You don't give people any answers. You don't tell them what to do or what not to do, but it's all asking questions. So it is like really an art and a craft that you develop over the years through experience yes. and mm-hmm. intuition as well. So, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing for the past uh, decade. (laughs) Well, okay. So there are a lot of, you know, coaching um, styles. There are a lot of 
coaching options, niche, and all those things, why did you choose life coaching? I mean, I understand you went through also different types of seminars, as you just said. Um, why life coaching? Um, I think, um, well, well, Anthony Robbins had a big influence on me. Like, I remember 2010 when I was starting to research. Right. Um, like, YouTube video. Like, I saw a YouTube video of him coaching a suicidal teenager. She was like 13 years old. Mm. She had tried to harm herself several times, and it was like it was like an emotional uh, video. And I started crying. So iyak lang ako ng iyak. <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. And they say in life, if something hits your heart or touches your heart, that's already a clue of what perhaps God or the universe uh, may be leading you um, towards. So I just remember I couldn't stop crying and I just felt in my heart, again, it was like an intuition, like um, learn coaching, learn how to help people get out of, you know, get out and get through depression, uh, different kinds of life challenges and struggles. And that's what I devoted myself to. Like I said, I want to learn. But I also, I guess, because 2008, like I also went through my own, uh, my own bouts with, uh, well, my own bout with depression. Yeah. Um, and 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 darkness and you know fear and anxiety. Um, so when I got when I started healing from that, uh, I said like I want to like devote the rest of my life to helping people through it because it's a it's a scary thing to go through when you're going through depression and anxiety and like you know so you're you you wake up it's like darkness you go through your day it's darkness you dread the evenings I don't know for people but for me it was the evenings that I dreaded when everything was like there were no people there yeah. you dreaded going to sleep yeah. um so yeah when i st- started healing from my own um depression and, and challenge with with anxiety it was panic attacks and stuff like that uh, i just said like I, now i want to devote my my entire life to helping people who are going through it so yeah i mean i just and i've never looked back and still up to today it's it, it's an energy it's a force i'm not being pushed to do it i'm being pulled um, and, mm. and it's a nice feeling because like I know this is the mission. I know this is what people need. And a lot of people are suffering through, you know, um, uh, what challenges and struggles. And you won't see it because people are very good at hiding it. Um, but once you strike a conversation and I guess have uh, enough uh, connection and rapport with someone, you can go really deep. And when start people start trusting you, that's when, you know, it, it sort of like gets, gets revealed what, what they're going through. And I just love, you know, having these conversations and helping people through these challenges. It, it just brings me joy, though. It, it also makes me cry. <laughs> I cry. I cry through a lot yeah. of my coaching sessions as well. When when I'm hearing people talking about, you know, uh, like transforming their lives, like yeah. changing their lives, um, making new choices and decisions, and and you hear the joy in their voices, or they have their own breakthroughs. Mm. So I just like I know, like I love doing this, especially not just when I'm doing like, I'm doing a lot of online stuff, but when, whenever I would do these live programs where they were more intense yes, and you would see like the breakthrough happening right before your eyes with other people, that's so powerful because that's the life of one person that's uh, potentially changing for the better. So you know, the, the joy of just that. And I heard this, I, I think can't remember if it was from Oprah or, or someone, they said like, your legacy is not, um, something that you build or something that it's like money or which which it can be i mean nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. or these statues or and I, I think she said 
your legacy is every life that you've that's touched. Your job. Yes. And I'm like, wow, that that's mm-hmm. great to touch one life. Um, I work with kids as well, like teenagers, and um, just to see them, you know, smile and light up when they're going through their challenges. So I'm like, this is like the best thing to do in the world, which is coach and help people through whatever they're going through. Yeah, the world of coaching. Um, I think it is a recession-proof career, honestly, but it's really more of a calling rather than something that a person gets to build because a lot of people can be a coach, but not everybody can be the coach. You know what I mean? Um, so, Bam, you started pretty early in the game um, since you know the pandemic really flourished um, with tons of consultants and coaches um, again it's recession proof but when you went die when you dove into life coaching did you even had an inkling that I need to be certified I need to do NLP I need to uh, in order for me to yeah. I love that question right. that, that's a great question mm-hmm. I think I don't know like but for me maybe I'll generalize I think everyone who gets into coaching the first time you want that certificate like you want to like you got like I've got my certificates here. I'm NLP certified. I'm life coaching certified. <laughs> I'm certified somewhere because I think we and I'm I have nothing against certificates. Like I've got certificates, but I think you tie in your your value and your competency to a certificate, yes. but it does not go together. <laughs> <laughs> so because I'm like you might have and a lot of coaches will coaches will go through this. Like I've got the certificate. I paid like a hundred thousand whatever, you know, uh, mm-hmm. pesos or $5,000. Where are my clients? Yeah. Whole different world. Yeah. So what, what, and I've tried sharing this, or like I said, like have the certificate. It's great. But in my experience working with, um, you know, uh, CEOs, companies, even internationally, they've care. never, I've never ever experienced a huge company, even internationally. Ask me, are you certified? Can you show me your certificate? So what was the main uh, deciding factor you know, for them to work with me was whether, first of all, uh, do they like you? Do people mm. like you? Mm. I think a lot of people miss that. You've got to mm-hmm. be likable. I'm not <laughs> saying like I'm the best likable guy, but I'm just saying it's important. Yes. Uh, when I say you're likable, it's because you also are interested in people. Mm. You don't want to be like, you know, like focus on me, like I'm the best. No, you've got to care more for other people than you care about being like for people approving of you and once people feel that they feel i think your sincerity and they know that you want to help but they also watch you like i remember my, my first program in mongolia mm-hmm. um it, it, it was an english program but it was a small group like 10 10 people yeah. but i remember like that first client that i had there she came in you know she was watching me how i spoke my mm-hmm. energy my mm-hmm. nonverbal. People are mm-hmm. discerning. Like, does this person really want to help or is this person full of BS? <laughs> <laughs> so people are are very, especially, you know, she, but she was the, uh, like the, um, the director of the company, the chairman. So she was the highest up there. So she, she knows. I mean, she worked personally with Darren Hardy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is like where the, the, the space that she works in. So um, you get feedback like that. So yeah, the, the certificate can help if, if um you know be- well maybe because of the the process and the journey and maybe the you know the credits if you're doing online coaching with ICF and stuff like that the, the, the coaching credits will help you but for me nothing beats um and i think each person different folks different strokes you know for some people they it might work for them but for me it was like 
I got my hands dirty. I got right in there yes. and yes. learned um, on the fly yes. and uh, really tried, uh, you know, on the spot. We had to coach people and practice these questions. And I had like heaps and heaps of notebooks na nakasulat ng lahat ng questions and even the jokes. So um, I found, but but also I think my biggest takeaway here uh, with, with your question is like mm-hmm. uh, people will still love the connection more than a certificate. That's just my experience. If they can connect with you and see what your purpose is for what you're, why you're doing what you're doing, um, they'll just, they'll, they'll keep coming and you'll keep get you keep getting referrals. It's just, it never stops. And, I, and I'm grateful. And I'm, because people buy into, we call this your essence, right? The essence mm-hmm. of who you are and what you do, not just what you say and what you're showing people. Cause I can show a lot of stuff. But it doesn't mean anything until people actually get to have a conversation with you and feel who you are. I totally agree. Um, but however, of course, again, to those who are listening, we have nothing against those certification because it will give you some sort of structure, perhaps, or Absolutely. an idea on how the industry is like. Um, it will empower you in some ways or educate you in some ways. But the real deal here is the action that you take and being you know, on the field. <laughs> it's like they're saying you're in the war <laughs> or you're right. In, yeah, right on the field. So, okay. So, bam, there are tons of life coaches. And honestly, it's, it's difficult to find the right, the right life coach. Um, some will just say they're life coaches for a reason, but really doesn't have the structure or maybe, you know, don't really know what they're doing. I mean, kudos to those who are trying, of course, yeah. but with your practice, what is the integrity piece of you being a life coach? Uh, sorry, I, I didn't understand. Integrity, like how do you say that, okay, I am a life coach, I am legit. It is oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So like, but like, how how do you know you're credible as a life coach? Yeah. Right. Um, credibility. Yeah. Well, second number one, that that's another great question. Mm-hmm. Number one is, um, yeah, like you use that word integrity. Like you've got to practice what you preach. <laughs> mm. I think a lot of people will just want to preach, and um, they're not practicing it. So if 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 you're talking about forgiveness, like, what is your forgiveness story? If you're talking about financial breakthrough, what is that for you and how consistent is that? And you know, how has that changed your life and how has that helped other people? If you're talking about relationship, um, you know, breakthroughs as well and, and improvements and um, restoration of relationships, like what's that story? So, and I think for those people who are trying out, uh, maybe it's theories, maybe it's um, frameworks, but they, they're not applying it they're not applying it on themselves first. That's gonna be, I would say, um, it's it's not gonna have that same impact. It's not gonna same have that same sustaining energy, because eventually people will will feel that out and like you're. This is not in integrity. You're saying one thing, but you're incongruent. You know, like it, it's a it's a double life. So. But if you are in integrity with what you're sharing, you don't have to pretend like like every time I go live or every time I have a session, I, I talk about my life also. And there's people have heard like uh, my challenges, my struggles, uh, my, my, my fears, my anxiety, my, my losses. And people get to connect with that more. 
but there's nothing else to hide, you know, versus um, uh, I think, you know, trying to show that I'm better than you and, you know, like follow me because I have all the answers. I mean, I never do that. So I think that's, that's what will separate a coach who is effective versus someone who's trying to be something that they think they should be. So they're trying to fi- follow a model of what su- a successful coach or spe- whatever is, but they're not living it in their lives. So I think that's what separates um, you know, the coaches who will really, I think, stay a long time in the game versus those who, who are not going to be able to sustain it. Can you walk us through um, an experience that you had in the past that led to these um, ideal clients or let's just say these clients who come to you? I mean, are they, I mean, can you say that their experiences, um, they went to you because you actually said, this is what I felt before. This is what I experienced. Hence, therefore, they were magnetized to you. Can you walk us through an experience and how did you handle these clients? Um, yeah, I guess. What is the journey? Well, for, for, for the clients, it's like, uh, of course, different clients, different um, scenarios. Of course. Like, yeah. like there are times where I might be at a party and I just, you know, end up chatting with like a CEO who's there and he's having a beer and then he starts chatting me up. Then he says, hey, what do you do? Like, oh, uh, you know, I... I'm a life coach. What do, what does a life coach? Do? I I help people uh, go through this and that thing, and then I sort of like give details and like, well, I'm going through that as well, and you know, then we we um, sort of like have a conversation about what that person is going through, and and after like an hour, he says like, you're gonna be my coach. Like I'm gonna you know I want to work with you. Mm. So it could be like that. It's um, but I think it's still if people just get to connect with you. Sometimes it's a referral, and I'll I'll just say. Yeah. Um, and, and, and by the way, I, I really believe that, uh, again, different people will be will feel connection. Not everyone gets to connect with me, and, and that's great. So you got to find the person that you feel comfortable with, that you feel you have this connection with. So um, I, I think I'm just blessed that I have had wonderful human beings that you know I've, I've connected with. Uh, but I think also what I think what helps them, uh, have that bond or connection with me is I really listen. And um, when I listen, I try to be in a space of non-judgment. I think that's yeah. the first thing that people get to feel like, yeah. oh, bam, I went through this abuse or I went through this hurt or I lost like, and I'm just here and I'm just listening. And they're like, wow, it's the first time I've shared that and someone, you know, didn't try to fix me or someone didn't try to say you're wrong or you're bad, you know, um, or my family's breaking up. But what, what they're getting instead is encouragement. I think maybe encouragement also, Cass, I think you mm. know, like, I just love encouraging people, especially those who are so down. Yeah. Because when I was down and if anyone did encourage me, I mean, that that's a lifesaver for a lot of people. So I think to have someone sincerely want to encourage you, you really mm. feel that sincere encouragement and it just makes you feel so good. And it makes you feel like, you know, you want to keep going and not give up. So... Um, yeah, so sometimes I say, I'd say, uh, uh, you know, like have one conversation with me and see if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I'm grateful. I'd say 99% of people that I speak with, um, maybe the 1%, it, it might be budget constraints, you know, and stuff like that. But I'd say at least 99% of people that I speak with, um, you know, I, I end up working with. 
because I say, you know, if you're parang ganun din naman sa akin eh. Like if I have a coach, I'll have a conversation with you first if I'm not comfortable. I don't want to work with you. That's the truth. Yeah. So I would say lahat ng tao ganun din. You want to find that you're comfortable. Same thing when I'm attending a seminar or a training. Like if I'm comfortable with the person, I'll say like I I want to go to their, to their program. But if I'm not, like no, I'm not interested. I don't want to force it. So yeah. Hey, driven and ambitious, do you dig today's topic? Well, I'm interrupting my own episode to invite you to apply for the free private training through www.cassiepajarillo.com, where you get to learn how to have a powerful profile online as you turn your network into paid high-ticket clients with a plan. If you're still scratching your head on how to make LinkedIn and social media work for you, this training has helped coaches, consultants, private practitioners, and content creators adopt digital transformation, have systems, processes, and structures in their practice, and be amazing profitable CEOs online. By the end of the training, you'll walk away with a deeper understanding, implementable way forward, and a roadmap for your online coaching or consulting businesses that's clear, transformative, progressive, and profitable. Remember, there are no glass ceilings, and you can definitely prioritize work-life integration. Apply today at www.cassiepajarillo.com. Link is in the description box below. Can't wait to see you there. And now, let's get back to today's episode. I feel that life coaching is a very sensitive industry or a very sensitive niche. Um, Bam, how do you actually decompress yourself whenever... I mean, I've worked with you. I've seen you work. You've worked with me. I've worked with you. I mean, we've gone through a lot. Um, and something that I've, it's really admirable to you, I mean, that I've, I've you know, I've, I've noticed is that you're really good in terms of... Um, Well, Ezekiel would say it's not detachment, but rather non-attachment. So how do you decompress? I think, um, I love your questions, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. First of all, uh, I'll, I'll answer the question. I think first of all, people also ask that, you know, like, how do you not get affected by the stories that you hear? Like when you're coaching, like on the spot and it's, it, they're pretty, pretty heavy stuff. Oh, um, and we, we share this in the training like in, we say if you are deep breathing as you're listening you'll be able to hear and be with that's a term we use you're, you're being with the person you can be emotional I mean I cry when I coach when I'm training mm-hmm. but as long as I'm deep breathing I can be 100% on purpose so like the rest of the class is crying and they're all they're passing all the tissues around and they're just sobbing but as a facilitator like you're crying you're with that person And yet, you're also helping that person um, if if they are in that space of wanting to move from where they are to the next step, mm-hmm. of helping them, encouraging them, supporting them to move forward. That that's your role there, right? To to be able to figure out if they're in, in that space. So you're not just crying; and just, you're you're both you're all looking at each other crying, but you're you're literally leading um, a, a person towards healing if that's what they're open to. And you'll find that out through questions. So breathing while you're doing the coaching, even if I'm doing like online Zoom coaching, or even if it's just audio coaching, like you hear the emotion of the person. I mean, that gets to me. I breathe, but I always acknowledge my emotions. So I'm telling people, it's a beautiful thing to acknowledge your emotions when you're there because you become one with who are you ever you're speaking with. You become one with your class. And they're like, wow, that facilitator is not separate from us. He or she is with all of us. 
he's not any better or she's not any better than any of us. She feels the same, and therefore we get to connect. So that's one in in the process. Afterwards, for me, um, afterwards, well, I, I'm I'm reminded of again the purpose of why I do what I do, like the calling to do the work. Sakin ang anong natitira sa is gratitude. People go to me and they're crying and they're they're hugging me and they're saying thank you. You have no idea how you blessed me. I remember in Mongolia again uh, when we ended the program, mm. one of the participants came to me and you know the the, the uh, my my translator was beside me and she was saying she was saying please tell uh, they call me teacher please tell teacher I'm I'm so grateful I'm so happy to attend this training. She brought her husband. Hindi naman kasama but day one she liked it so much. She tried to negotiate. Can I bring my husband here? And they had a major, major breakthrough. And this, these programs are translated. So imagine, I translated. My translator is crying. I'm crying, and everything's translated. Mm. But you can see people also. It's emotions. You really get to connect. This happened in Thailand as well. Once you get through, you know, the left brain and all the processing and thinking, you just get to connect to people. So, um. Lastly, at the end of it, it's again the calling. You're reminded of why you're doing what you're doing. It brings me so much joy. I, you know, I'm excited to eat as well <laughs> after the sessions. You know, we always yeah. go out with the with the core team. Who, who, wherever I go, we, we, you know, we go out and, and have dinner. And it's just so wonderful to be able to be with a group of people yeah. who are making an impact in the lives of other people. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you go after. You just feel so great. Like the food bonus, na lang, You know, the company. It's a bonus. I go to bed. I'm tired, yes, but I'm so fulfilled. I am super fulfilled going to bed. Um, and then, um, yeah, at the end of it, I, I also walk. So I go to a lot of um, because I'm like I do window shopping. It relaxes me. So a day after my my trainings is so intense, I just walk. You know, then and I'm walking. It's it, it's like a sort of like a it's like a meditation walk. Meditation, yeah. It, it's like I'm 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 meditating on what I'm grateful for. I'm meditating on, you know, uh, the events that took place, the lives that were touched, and it just again brings me so much joy. So it's like, kaitsan ka magpunta, you're like bringing this light where you're 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 in the toilet, <laughs> it lights up. You're you're in the shop, you're yeah. trying on some stuff, it just lights up because you're just bringing that joy. So that helps me decompress. Yeah. But also, lastly, pag sobrang matindi na yung of course, my my girlfriend helps me a lot when I'm down. She sees me crying. I get to share. Um, my mom, I call her also when I'm down, and she just gets you know she listens to me. It's so important to have one or two people you can mm. call and you can cry to. Of course. Ibang um, klase um, and you know they're just there. They're like you know anak, I, I'm here. You, I'm just here. They're not judging you. They're not mm. telling you to change. They're not telling you to not feel what you're feeling because you're a human being. You go through that. So I have those moments when I feel like I really need it. Of course, I pray a lot. Um, you know, that helps me so much. Yeah. So I hope that answered your question. Yeah, it does. Because again, a lot of there are life coaches who don't understand um, the that coaching sounds lucrative. I mean, let's, let's face it. It is lucrative because again, it's recession proof. You get to do what you want to do. Sure. But there is more to it than just hearing them out so it will also affect you i mean i explicitly remember this that i tried i tried my way to it too but i just can't i mean i remember um i'm sure you remember this that you had some you know sessions that i tried to put myself in your shoes like okay what would bam do 
right? So I, I I wasn't there as an as a participant, but ra- or nor an observant, but rather as you know to take responsibility somehow. Some, somehow I just couldn't. I just you know me. I mean, I just stepped out and I said, I'm sorry. I just can't. It's just too heavy, right? So I guess this will leads me to my next question. What is the downside of life coaching as a profession, maybe? Ah, I don't know if you've ever thought of this. Yeah. Well, well, maybe because because you're like self-employed, like you you never know. Um, well, because I'm like my personality, I'm I'm very free flowing. I'm not like yeah, a, we are. a yeah. type A. And it's just like that's just my personality. Like I'm not like rigid on oh I have to have 30 clients next month, and I'm actively I'm very free flowing. Like I don't yeah. actively seek, but um, I am so grateful. Like ito, like two days ago. Uh, a, a new corporate client they they message me they call me um this happened again like almost every month like someone new calls me just from out of nowhere or they might watch a a video that i i, I did and they they liked it and they they call me for work so um yeah um, of course I, I could improve that if i wanted to like oh, i have to have 30 clients every which there's nothing wrong with it it's your but job. um yeah. yeah yeah so but that might be a downside like you don't know how much work is gonna because you're self-employed? How uh, you know, you're, you know, you hold your time and you, your schedule. Um, but I'm making sure. So I think I'm going for um, not quantity but uh, impact and, and quality of work. Meaning, Energy. I could work one weekend, and that could, um, as an example, like just as an yeah. example, that could cover me for like the whole month already. Yeah. So sort of like I'm I'm more of that kind of working, and then I'll just just do little bits of coaching. Which helps, you know, sustain me even more. But but I have sort of like I think it's the intention. This is a, if your intention is clear, the mechanism up here. I think I'm pretty clear every month. Like this is my intention. I don't always hit it, but at least I have you know those targets. And I'm but also I think for me I'm also learning, and that's why I'm grateful. Like as a coach, well the way that I do the coach, it's it's like it's very organic for me. So as I'm coaching people, as I'm going through my life. The lessons are always popping up for me. It's yeah. not like Cass. I've reached a stage where, oh, it's just everything's wonderful and like I'm making all this money every month and everything. It's like always. There's always going to be like a struggle and a challenge and there's going to be huge blessings as well. And I'm always put like on a balance and which I enjoy because it 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 it. Well, number one, it uh, it keeps my ego in check. Number two, it makes me know uh, like for me, I believe in God. So. Who my source is of work and uh, you know the people and um, you know the the intuition and all that stuff. So uh, it keeps me in check. So I, I like that 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 that's how it's 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 turning out. So um, yeah, it's both know. pros and a cons, right? I think it it, it touches both worlds. Absolutely, because yeah. you can also create your own. Like uh, this this month, like I want to create X. Uh, you know, amount of money for then sure, but you know how to do it, okay? Ten clients, or this one corporate client, or this one group coaching session. Like, uh, you know, I'm done. You can um, choose, so yeah. You can choose, right? Right. So, but but then it, yeah, you're right. It 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 becomes like you know, really a choice of what you would want to experience more. Um, but also again, like my personality type. Um, it is also a it's a it's a pro and it's also a con as well. I'm more relaxed. You can say that. I'm not like what's what's the pro of that is that um, I mean I'm not constantly anxious and worried and looking at my calendar. Um, but of course the cons of that is that um, 
I might not hit my targets, you know, and like, oh, there are times and now like, you know, now you're going to see like you could have done this and could have done that. Um, but yeah, I, I, but it's still a learning process. That's why I have business partners where I can, you know, they can keep me in check. Um, uh, now, which I'm getting more into like looking at the, the, the finances and the calendar and what the targets are. It's always very helpful to have, you know, on the business side. Mm. So I, I'm sort of like, I just want to do the work and bahala name business because I'm like not the business guy. But I'm glad I have a, a partner who's very good in the business because he has multiple businesses. Um, so we can like work together. But if that was just me, like I just want to help people. Like I just want to talk. Your you know, zone of genius, yeah. Exactly. That's where I yeah. want to operate. Like I don't want to think about like calendars and how many people and and this and that. Like I just like <laughs> you know like effortless manifestation and free flowing. But I am learning, so I am saying I am open to to having uh, you know people like speak to me and help me and guide me as well. What do you think will be the impact that you're doing um, 100 years from now? I, I mean, it's it's a brave question, but I just want you to think about it. Well, I think it might be just this cycle of kindness. I, that, that's what I'm, I'm praying and hoping. Like from one generation to the next generation, it'll just be that the seed of kindness that was planted today will be there for future generations. And, you know... I'm, just I, pass I, I, on I, values too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I don't think like 100 years from now, like, well, I don't know, maybe I don't even really care. Um, 10 years from now, maybe I, I'll, you know... I mean, Retire. after I pass, whatever. No, I mean, <laughs> people might not. I mean, after I pass, hopefully yeah, when yeah. I'm old, um, like people won't even remember. I'm like, I'm okay. But as long, what's the quality of life that I'm living now? What's the impact that I'm making now? And I leave the rest to God. So I, I would say um, what's within my control now is what I can do, um, how I make people feel when I'm with them, when I'm working with them. But But I do hope that The, the cycle of kindness like for people who are transforming they pass it on to their children and you don't know na yun na pala napapasa na to future generations that'll be wonderful you know of forgiveness yeah. of healing of yeah. laughter of joy yeah. hindi mo alam na, na sa'yo pala nanggaling yung down you know down the road how, the, how has this in, transformed you as well because of course it's a two-way street you're helping other people to transform their lives I'm sure it has also transformed you How did you improve? What improved because you went in, all in to the practice? Wow. I should love your questions. <laughs> Give me an award. <laughs> I just love your questions. Um, uh, well, so much. I think my whole life has improved. Yeah. Um, compassion for people. My gratitude increased mm-hmm. even more. My love for people. My love for God. Um Humility, I would say, you know, for for seeing how great God did the work that He does in people's lives, um, to see how people are healing uh, makes me see that healing is possible in my own life. And I think the connections and the people that I get to meet, and you know, from one speaker to another speaker online that I get to watch, it just opened my my life to just sabi nga sa Aladdin, it's a whole new world. It's a world that I never would have seen if I had not gotten into where yeah. I am today, you know. So yeah. I'm just grateful. And everything that opens up for me, it's just more kindness. It's just more love. It's more peace. It's more joy. It's more abundance. It's more connection. It's more, I don't know. It, it's just joy. 
So what could be better, you know? But a lot mm-hmm. of people don't have that. Kaya nga sabi ko ay, I just want to be here in in my own way when I can share that to to other people. Hey Nicole, but can you walk me through? Okay, so because I know how you work. So that's something um, to our listeners. Bam and I had, you know, these conversations about our dreams and goals to the extent that I'm just so happy that things are unfolding for the both of us. Um, we had certain dreams when we were both challenged and all, and I think we came out of it pretty well. I want I want to give each other, I mean us, you know, a good pat in the back because we kind of like survive. We didn't survive, but we just went through it, right? And with a brave heart. Um, Unbounded. Let's go to Unbounded. This is your program. Um, walk us through the program. Who is it for? And why should they attend it? Uh, Unbounded is like an introduction to uh, personal awareness. Mm. So we say in the personal development world, like the first step really for, for life transformation is to be self-aware. If you're not aware of um, the pain that you're causing yourself and other people, there's no change because you think it's always about other people. So Unbounded will just sort of like um, reveal to you uh, which areas of your life you might might be your blind spots, your, your blind side. But it does it in a way where you're not judged. It does it does it in a way where you don't feel like you're a bad person. It sort of like reveals, oh, this is why I have this struggle with anger. Oh, this is why I have this struggle with my finances. Oh, this is why I have this struggle with my 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 parents or my children or my in-laws. Oh, this is why lagi kami nag-aaway ng asawa ko. Why my I'm always fighting with my spouse. And the moment that you see it, you like have an aha. Like, and then you start seeing. You know, you start seeing yourself from afar, and you start saying like, "Hey, I don't like where this person is headed, and how this person is affecting people around him or her, and what now? Like, what's the choice I can make so my life will turn out differently?" So unbounded is that. It, it's really um, being able to be set free, especially from past baggages, which a lot of people are not aware. Majority of their lives are really controlled by their past programs. So Unbounded shows you that there are, it's just a program, you know, why can't I, you know, have this life that, that I want? Well, it, it's a program. Why can't I have harmonious relationships? I'm always being hurt and it's a program. Why can't I be happy in, in, in a job? I'm always, it's a program. Why can't I find this, this spouse or this, the, the person that I, you know, I can love and it's a program. So once you see that it's a program, you can literally... Um, recreate your life experience by being able to be aware of choices that you're making every day and to avoid you know um, being stuck in that program okay and let's go into struggles I guess this is very very important everybody is going through a struggle right now so let's get into a little life coaching maybe it's five <laughs> minutes three to five minutes of that struggle regardless of what struggle that this person who's listening right now is going through how can we help them how can we help that person well well number one um i i mean you just even saying that so like i get mm-hmm. emotional just thinking about people who are struggling mm-hmm. I, i would say that the first thing is to say that um you know you're not you're not a bad person for struggling there's nothing wrong with you for struggling whether it's your finances whether it's your health whether it's your relationships. So no judgment. I think that's the first space. Um, I say no judgment, but there's only love. There's only support. There's only encouragement for you. So I think that that's the first step. A lot of people don't even get to that first step. Eh? It's always about judgment. It's always about what they did wrong. 
So for me, go to that first step, um, not judging yourself and finding and understanding that you are a human being. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of your life, not just now, you're you're going to make mistakes. And those mistakes are not there to condemn you, but for you to learn and to grow from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been sharing this a lot on social media lately. Sabi ko na, you know, if you don't put yourself in a little like box and label it as victim, um, then you'll have hope. But if you put yourself in a box and you put there, I'm a victim of the world I see. I'm a victim of government. I'm a victim of my spouse. I'm a victim. And I truly... Um, say this with compassion and understand that people are going through really tough challenges but, but once you're in a box you can't get out of it so watch the labels that you're putting on yourself because you can't come up with solutions when you put yourself in that box so I say you're, you're a human being you're going to go through challenges it's always mm. going to be there mm. but maybe you're also not spotting the goodness in your life the good is always there I think the problem is like we, the way we've conditioned ourselves to speak to think, to speak, and to act, it's about negativity. It's about, you know, how the world is against us. It's about the struggle. It's about the challenge. We don't get to see the other side. It's like one-sided. So I'm here to just remind people, Teka, you're forgetting the other side. The other side is there's hope, there's joy, there's love, there's abundance. There's healing, mm-hmm. physical healing, yes, you know. Healing. So, um, yeah. So I would say that those are some things that, um, oh, also, I, I would tell them like you're not alone. You, you'll always feel like that's like one of the biggest lies. You always feel like you're calling the financial struggle, calling mm. walang pera. That's not that's not freaking true. Like mm. you know, everyone goes through that. Like the lie is like you're the only one going through this cheating relationship. It's sad. There's no more affection. There's no more love. Oh, I'm I'm so cur- no. You're not the only one. Oh, I'm the only one who's going through this health challenge and. You know, I'm, I'm so dependent on all these medications. And like, you know, you're not the only one. You know, I'm the only one who feels so distant from God. I don't know what spirituality is. And I'm into these addictions and into this behavior. That's, you're not the only one. And, and I'm trying to say that to encourage you that there's hope. That people have gone through. Like, I've gone through, like, I would say almost all of those things. Yeah. And I got, you know, got to the other side. But if I did not change something through self-awareness, if I had stayed the same, I don't think I'd be here today because I would have self-destructed, which a lot of people are doing. It's a self-destruct now because they're trying to constantly distract themselves with relationships, with vices, and I have no judgment against that, but I'm saying it's hurting a lot of people who are watching this because they're, they're not facing the truth of who they are and what's happening. So denial is yeah. something that literally will kill you because yeah. you're denying what has to change, what needs to change in your life. So, yeah, I think once you start really facing that, it's liberating. Uh, and like what I share like very often is like that, that path that you are resisting the most is where your biggest liberation in life will come from. Yeah. I don't want this to happen. I, I, anything, Lord, but this. And that's what you got to go through. And the moment that you say anything but this, this financial struggle again, or this relationship... That's what you got to go through. But if don't put yourself in that box, if you get to go through it, it'll make you an amazing human being. You, you'll never become the same person, how you see life, how you see yourself. So it literally transforms you. I think the challenge for many people is we keep resisting. Yes. So what you resist, it's going to keep continuing. It's going to keep showing up over and over. And over. What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just that life is trying to show you a lesson over and over again. 
and you're, and still you're so afraid of it that you're running away from it. So ako ngayon, uncomfortable situations um, for me, like I'll just go there. Um, I think Brene Brown calls this courageous communication. Mm-hmm. It's so important for you to have them because that's where you grow the most. That's where you get to draw out the most learning. Yeah, it all boils back down as well to the choice. I think that is the end of that roadmap that you just said. That you know already. I mean, you've went through the self awareness. You've went through identifying what will be the process or what's happening and all those things. I think it all boils back down to the a power decision to either number one do something about it, get out of it, or stay there, keep on learning what you haven't been learning and keep struggling and I think it's really action that takes the cake or that will drive you to the breakthrough that you want and it's something that I noticed too um, whether it's any some sort of struggle whether it's in business money relationships you know those battered women or I mean it's not their fault right it's not your fault that you're struggling it's not your fault that you are in this position it's not your fault that this is what's happening it's just that there is a learning there that you have to go through but the question is are you really learning from that and what are you going to do about it and um yeah i mean i've been <laughs> i've been leading you i mean it's 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 funny too when I mean, to those who are listening over, I mean, to our podcast, um, I have to apologize if there are some of you who's been coming to me like, hey, Cassie, can you be my life coach? And then I've been throwing them to, to BAM because <laughs> it's really not my cup. I mean, it's not, not my cup of tea, but it's it's not my zone of, it's not even genius, but it's not the way that I operate. Yeah. Um, but it all goes back down to whatever coaching or consulting business that you have, it always goes back to the solution and breakthroughs. I think, That's the common denominator of all these things. It's about awareness and then the breakthrough. So, Bam, before we end this, what do you think is the formula in order for people to get into the breakthrough that they want? Whether it's in business, in life, in general. Yeah, I, th- I would say step one is acceptance. Okay. So, uh, accepting what is. Because every time you try to fight against what is, you're, you lose, but only... You know, you can try to fight it, but you lose only 100% of the time. So accepting first your yeah. undesirable situation. This is what what's happening with my health, with my relationships, all these things. And then I think number two would be um, understanding that um, it's okay for you to have an ideal. Like where would you want to go, right? To have that vision of, to have at least an idea of uh, what a better life would be. I think it's so important to have that. Because they can't see a better life anymore so number three would be uh, to be open you know to be open to go through an experience where you see yourself you have to see yourself differently first and then you start seeing life differently right and and when, when you're open to that then you start becoming open to, to other things so um, yeah I think those those three things and then I think number four would be um, applying uh, consistent action like what one action can you take every single day Uh, that can lead you to, you know, to that the life that you want, the change that you want, because you cannot, you know, old ways won't open new doors, or the way you thought in the past will not create a new experience in your life today. If that's not how you keep thinking, it's got to be new stuff. That's why I keep telling people like read books, like you know, download audio books. Why? Because you're going to be filled with so much um, potential, and you're going to hear what potential is. And you see the potential in your life, and hear possibilities, 
but you never hear them if you're just coming from your own thinking. I said recycled thinking like that. We're always thinking in the past. We're always measuring according to what happened in our childhood, in our past, what we were able to hit, you know, what we're able to create. But to hear new possibilities, it's pretty amazing. And next thing you know, you're living it. You know, next thing you know, you're there and like, wow, this is pretty fantastic. Like, remember you just prayed for this before? And to actually be here and like, yeah, I never thought about it. Like, because you were open to possibilities. A lot of people are not open, Cass. Yeah. Like, no, this is how I am. This is how I'll always be. Period. And I say, yeah, but then I say, God bless you. I mean, but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm here for people who are already opening up and saying, Bam, please help me because I, I really want to change my life experience. And, you know, I'm there. Yeah. Well, thank you for the work that you do. And I hope that those who are listening really learned a lot on what is life coaching. Um, how do you actually, um, proceed if you wanted to become a life coach and how do you actually gonna go go through breakthroughs if you yourself is struggling right now and um yeah and i just want to thank you again bam for for the work that you do is there anything else that you wanted to share um how can they find you or how the, how can they work with you yeah well, well i just want to say first of all thank you Cass, for having me here i really enjoyed <laughs> really enjoyed the conversation i really enjoyed this interview uh, at back and forth that i really did Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, if people want to follow me, I have a page, Bam Santiago, on on Facebook. Um, you can follow me there. I, I, I post. Uh, I have a lot of content there already, and I'll keep uh, posting more content there. Um, yeah, or through Cass, through Cassie, um, you can connect with me. And um, yeah. yeah, once you're there, I can you know share my other social media with you guys. I'm also on uh, Instagram. I'm on Leica. Um, where else am I in? Like, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just connect you once you, you know, whoever wants yeah. to connect. Yeah. Or you just connect with me, you guys, and then just pass it and pass you on to Baum. So, Perfect. yeah. <laughs> right. So, thank you again. And I hope everyone, you enjoyed today's episode with Baum Santiago. And I hope you learned a lot, um, had actionable steps as well on how to get out of that rut if you're struggling right now. And of course, invaluable insights when it comes to handling struggles, life in itself, being a life coach. If you are kind of like going through that direction or if you are looking into having a life coach to support you through to that. Um, I just wanted to share also before I end this program that having a life coach doesn't mean you're weak. Having a life coach means you're asking for help. And asking for help is very powerful. It's not a sign of weakness, but rather a strength that you all should go through. And everyone should have a life coach. And that is something that I would really want to vouch for. So again, this is your host, Cassie. <laughs> Let's have more conversations like this. So drive your ambition, serve love, and we'll see you all again next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, ma'am. Thank you, Cassie. Hey there, the waitlist is now open. As we end this episode, we'd love to invite you to join our eight weeks foundational course, 12 month support program, Power Profile Biz Accelerator. If you're someone who'd want to transition, pivot, or scale your coaching, consulting, private practice, or service driven business to multiple six figure outcomes for your seven figure business, 
Or if you're just started and want to have clarity on having a roadmap, how to get started and turn your network into paid high-ticket clients with a plan, let's get you have that profitable business in the coaching or consulting space. Just DM me over Instagram or LinkedIn. The waitlist is now open. You just finished listening to another episode of the Ambitious Tribe podcast by Cassie Pajarillo. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave Cassie a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. It's also available on Spotify and Google Podcast. Don't forget to tag Cassie Pajarillo on Instagram or message her straight on LinkedIn. You may also head over to the Ambitious Tribe with a Plan Facebook group and be encouraged by soul-aligned and ambitious humans on the planet. Remember, you can definitely build a better business.